0: Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Today my featured guest is Monica Louie. She is a Facebook and Instagram ads expert and agency owner who helps ambitious online entrepreneurs like you, Startup Nation, increase their impact with high converting ads. Now you probably tried Facebook before. I know I have. I failed miserably at it and it's probably because I didn't know what I was doing and the people I hired sold me hype instead of results. Is that you, Startup Nation? If it is, I think Monica's gonna solve one, at least one of our problems here today. So listen up, grab your pen and paper. Now you may have heard her on Smart Passive Income Podcast, the Boss Mom Podcast, the Art of Online Business Podcast, or or her own podcast called Flourish to Seven Figures. Along with her premium agency, Team Flourish, uh, Monica manages ads for six, seven, and eight-figure online business owners. She's managed more than $3.5 million in ad spend and has taught thousands to successfully run their own ads through her online training program called Flourish with Facebook Ads. Startup Nation, are you ready to flourish with Facebook ads? Come on, you ready to hit the dream, the goal? And it's right here on this episode. Are you ready? All right, we're bringing Monica Louis, welcome to your first 100K Top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship. Go ahead and take a minute uh, and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you?
1: Yeah, well thank you so much for having me. It's really an honor to be here. So I actually didn't start off in the world of Facebook and Instagram ads. I started um like many of us do online, started off with one thing and then pivoted to Facebook ads later. So I actually started off um my first venture into online business with my personal finance blog called Our Debt Free Family, sharing our family's journey out of debt. So in two years, my husband and I paid off $120,000 of debt on a single middle class income. And that's what really opened my eyes to the power of online business. And that's how I discovered Facebook ads and the power of Facebook ads to get your message in front of the right people through the targeted options that we have in the world of Facebook and Instagram ads.
0: All right. So we got a whole story right there, huh? Like getting out of debt, 120 grand startup nation in a year, like, come on. Right, like how much debt are you carrying right now? Now there's two schools of thought here. You know, you hear Robert Kiyosaki, you know, Kiyosaki, he's like, debt is good. I only use debt, that's how I make money. I'm all about the debt. And then we have all us novices in the financial world and we're like, oh, debt is bad, it's terrible. I need to get out of debt, pay off my credit cards. What's your personal opinion on that, Monica?
1: Well, I, so when we started paying off the debt, we really saw it as a crutch for us. So um, it was when, let's see, my son was newly born. Um, and I decided that I wanted to stay home with my kids. Uh, we plan on having more. And so I wanted to have that flexibility in time as they're so little. And I just saw that my priorities and um, in my in my life and my corporate career were just shifting, that my, my corporate career at that time was not going to align with my family priorities. And so I wanted to take control of my schedule. Um, and so my husband and I started to look at, could we make it work going from two incomes down to one. Mm -hmm. I saw my friends leaving their jobs to have, you know, to raise their babies. Um, and so we tried to be smart about it. We really felt that if we paid off the debt, that that could help us feel more financially secure. So if something did happen to my husband's job, then we would better be able to handle that in stride if we didn't have so much debt hanging over our heads. So that's what really, uh, spurred us to pay off the debt quickly and to pay off as much as we could very quickly nowadays we um we feel that if the debt helps us support and achieve our goals as long as we're very mindful and smart about the way we use it then it can be used as a tool so we're kind of in the middle of both camps at this point mm-hmm. we want to um we're still working on paying off our mortgage right now but um we want that t- debt to be gone and eventually be debt free but we are using it um, for other other means to grow our wealth right now
0: all right you found your middle yes that's that's what life is all about it's like find your middle like there's always an extreme right on both sides normally both are wrong because they're extremes and you find that middle and you're like okay this is what works for me this is what works for my family and i really like that you were very intentional about what matters to you and your family matter to you more than your money yes Like that that is key right here and that's really what I stand for on this show and Startup Nation really leans into that is that we don't want to sacrifice our families just to make more money and be successful. Like we do wanna have it all and we do believe it's possible. I'm not a big fan of work-life balance because it's kind of saying like, oh, you gotta weigh it. It's it's constant battle. It's a constant everyday decision. No, you should have made the decision when you started your business or before you started your business that my family is first. That's why I'm doing this business. That's why I'm adding value to the world. But like my business will never overtake my family ever. Like that's a big thing. Um, How many kids you got?
1: We have two now. My daughter actually, so when I left my corporate job, we had just found out that I was pregnant with my daughter and she just turned nine. So it has been nine years since I left the corporate
0: world. That is awesome. We're expecting our third (laughs) uh, due in April. Yay. Go God. Go God. Yeah. I'm loving this whole parenting thing. It's pretty awesome. You ever like just step into something that you were scared to step into and then you realize, oh my gosh, I'm actually good at this and I really love it.
1: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) With parenthood, business, world, everything. Yeah, that's daddyhood
0: for me, for sure. (laughs) All right, awesome. So listen, when people hear Facebook ads, they get scared, okay? The average entrepreneur gets scared. Um, Why do they get scared? What have you said? Well,
1: it's... I know when I first ran my first campaign, when I had my blog, uh, we were still getting out of debt. My my blog wasn't making a whole lot of money, and but I what I knew I had an important message to share, and I knew that if I if I could have success with Facebook ads, that I could share my message with the right people who wanted to learn how to get out of debt themselves. And so, um, so that's how I learned the world of Facebook ads. But it really is that unknown factor of I'm going to put up some money. And I just hope and pray that it works out well. <laughs> I hope that I don't blow it. And so you get scared. Anytime, you know, we think about the resources that we have, most of us are willing to invest time and not have that guaranteed return, but it's harder to invest our money into something like paid advertising when we're not, not sure what the results are going to be. So that's why people get scared and are hesitant to dive into Facebook ads.
0: You know, it's like uh, having your own personal stock market, right? Your Facebook ads campaign. And it's like, okay, I'm going to risk it. Is this a good investment? Is this a good company? Meaning, is this a good ad? Did I write the copy well? Is the picture the perfect picture? Is it the right video? There's so many questions for us to answer. And I know I was weighed down with all these questions. And I was like, I, the guy in the mirror is not the right guy for me to be asking advice to on this. Like he's just not because he has no experience in this whatsoever. So I went and I hired a so-called Facebook ads expert and I got taken. I got taken, meaning they didn't get the results, but man, I bought the hype. Like speak to me about what you've seen out there. And and I'm guessing, you know, this probably ticks you off that there's these people in the industry that are ruining it for people that like yourself that are truly out helping people.
1: Yeah. So I, when I first learned about Facebook ads for myself, and then I started working with other people. So when I, um, when I launched this business, when I sold my blog and I launched this business, I started off with one-on-one coaching, just teaching other people how to navigate the ads manager, how to create their campaign, how to structure their ad strategically so they could get results. And I started to see what worked and what didn't work. And what I realized is that there are a lot of people out there selling Facebook ads as the push button solution. That's all you need to learn to scale up your business, turn you know quarters into dollars. They're selling that. And what it comes down to is, do you have an offer that converts? And you can use ads to get your offer in front of the right people. So you could actually use ads in, in one of two ways. Most people want to have want to get more eyes on their offer that converts. But you can use ads as a tool to get more eyes on your offer um, or as a brand awareness strategy. There are various strategies. But um, most of us think about driving leads into our sales funnel or eventually making sales, whether it's direct to sale or getting people into our funnel to make sales. Um, So you can use ads to test to see if your offer converts, or you can use it to scale up an offer that does convert. And so we're better positioned to have success with our ads when we have an organic offer that already converts, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it will always convert as well with ads. So when you think about ads, most of the time we're targeting colder traffic. Um, And so you need to understand that if people are finding you via Google or search or your podcast or some other means, they're probably in a different place of the customer journey than people who are coming across, you know, they're scrolling social media and then they see your ad. So you need to speak to them with where where they're at.
0: Okay. So on your website, you, you tell my audience and all these audiences that, hey, it's not your fault your ads aren't converting the way they should or that you're pouring money into Facebook's bank account without getting an ROI from it. So it's not our fault. That's the first thing. Okay. Thank you. I feel free. All right. I don't feel like an idiot, you know, it wasn't my fault I lost all the money. And then you're you're speaking here, you're saying, "Hey, listen, you got to come up with an offer that converts." Yeah. But how do you know it's an offer that's going to convert? Like what do you do to test it how do you do test it quickly and how do you test it for free or for pennies rather than like burning through some revenue to test it or is that the only way to do it
1: so when our clients come to us if they have an offer that is converting well organically then we think it's probably a good bet to test with ads um and so some of our clients they have products lower price products that we can go straight to the sale. Others know that they have higher price products and they need to warm people up to that. So they know that their main driver of results is going to be to grow their email list, get people on their email list so that they can build that relationship up with them, let them know about the benefits of their product and then convert the sale down the road. So you really need to understand the customer journey and where your customer is at. but you also need to learn when you are gonna dive into Facebook ads, you need to learn what it takes to have success with that. And so the offer is one of the three key elements that needs to uh that need to work together in order to have success with your campaign. So you have to have a great offer to get it in, and get it in front of the right people, and that's with your targeting options. And then you do that with a high converting ad. So all of those three things together, working together, will help you have success with your ads. So if the offer is just maybe not the right offer for them or for the stage that they're in. Then we can reposition the offer. Maybe it's a it's a different delivery method of the offer. Maybe instead of a, a download, it's a webinar. Maybe it's a lower price product to help them to actually take action. You know, you can play with the the different delivery methods of the offer, or you can play with the title of the offer and what pain point it's going to hit or what it's going to help them achieve what goal it's going to help them achieve so you can play with that when it comes to your offer but figuring that out through the messaging and we can test that with ads um, with the headline in our ads with the main promise of in the ad copy the landing page um so we can we can test those different variables quickly with our ads to nail in on what is going to get the most results for the lowest for the, the most bang for your buck
0: so in all of that you've been sprinkling in some ingredients that make up a good offer. Yes. What are are there like proven ingredients or requirements in an offer that makes it good, that makes it convert, and what are they?
1: Well, you need to know who is your ideal customer or audience member for this offer. So who are you reaching? So niche down, get very specific. One thing that Helped set my business, my Facebook ads business up for success. Um, it just kind of happened that way. And I look back at it and I was very, I'm very grateful that I that I did that. But I niched down. And the the reason I niched down is very organic. It wasn't intentional at the time. But because I had this community, this network in the personal finance space and the blogging world, they happened to be interested in Facebook ads. That's who I started working with. And I got really good at understanding that audience, you know, the, their audiences, helping them reach their audiences with Facebook ads. And now, of course, we expand, we work with all a variety of niches and industries, um, but niching down, starting off with being very clear on who I felt comfortable working with and who I could really help, that helped me to uh, position myself to learn the ropes and then be able to apply it to other industries. So getting really clear, especially if you're just starting out in business, like I know you is, you want to get really clear and specific on who you can help and who you want to help.
0: Is it okay to be selfish with coming up with who your ideal client is?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the, one of the things that drew me to working with Facebook ads, it was the, the idea of working with other entrepreneurs. As I was growing my blog, um, I saw the people ahead of me in that space that they were the, you know, the personal finance experts on the today show, good morning America. And, and I saw that path ahead of me and I was like, do I really want to do that? But then when I would work with other entrepreneurs and started to help them with their Facebook ads, I was like, this is very exciting for me. I love working with other, you know, like-minded individuals are here to spread an important message, to help people with their online business. And so that's, that kind of fed into why I pivoted and why I moved away from being, you know, the personal finance expert path and going down the Facebook ads path.
0: Okay. Startup Nation, step one, get a little selfish with who you want to work with. Do they bring you energy or do they take your energy? Like, this is a very important question to ask yourself. Who brings you energy when you're around them, you work with them, you help them? Man, you're just like, oh, I could keep doing this all day. Those yes. might be your people, but they have to be able to afford you. That's very, yes. very, very important, okay? All right, so ingredients of a good offer. Can you give us one, two, or three Uh, examples, maybe you have it in front of you. Maybe it's on your laptop or something like that. And you could pull up like great offers that have really converted well on Facebook for you or your clients.
1: Okay. So one of my clients has a home building checklist and it is a $47 checklist. So it's a very clear offer. Everybody knows what a checklist is. You know what you're getting. He's got some images on his landing page about what it is, but it's $47. It's low price checklist, but it is for people who are building their custom homes. And so that is a very unique niche that wants to get it right. It's going to be very expensive if they're planning out their custom build on their house and they make a mistake or they don't know what they don't know. And so the checklist helps them to map out everything out to avoid those costly mistakes in building your home. So that's an amazing offer. It converts like crazy because we're hitting people at the right time at the right place with a no-brainer solution. That is very low cost product. He does have an order bump. So the average cart value is just around $60. Um, but that makes it a very easy yes for people to say, uh, to say yes to to this offer. And it converts like crazy going straight to the sales page for that low-priced offer. We don't need a long drawn-out email funnel to introduce it to it, you know, people to that paid offer down the road. If we're able to very successfully go straight to that sales page with ads.
0: I agree with you. That is a clear, concise, and compelling offer. Uh, what do you remember the title of the offer? The headline that converts so well.
1: It's the well. It's the home building checklist. Let me see.
0: Startup Nation, see what I'm doing here. I'm getting you the details. We're going behind the curtain here. There You're we welcome. It's
1: the ultimate home building checklist, is what it is
0: who doesn't want that if you're building right at the top of the customer. sales page
1: he says you only get one chance to get it right so we've definitely incorporated that that line it's very clear it addresses the pain point mm-hmm. of why this is you know even if it is a waste of money which it's not because we get tons of comments on our ads and uh he get every time he he shares about this he gets lots of comments that it was the best investment people made um but you know even with it's it's an easy risk for people to take for $47 for this size project that they're going to be using it for. Um, And then he's got a layout of table of contents and some of the pages that are included in the download. And it says the checklist will pay for itself the instant you discover an upgrade you want on your new build. So then he's got a bunch of testimonials and we've worked with him to improve the conversion rate on the sales page um, by adding more testimonials because he has so many raving fans of this product. So we said, load it up, you know, that'll help uh, create trust with people when they go to the sales page to to make that purchase.
0: So after a someone clicks on the facebook ads because they're in that place they're looking to build their custom home they want to get it right they don't want to mess up they see that title you only get one chance to make it right which is like fomo nobody wants to miss out like i don't want to screw this up i don't want to make a wrong decision we all have that inside of us so he's hitting right to that which is awesome Uh, then they purchase this checklist Uh, they go through it they love the content does he then have the next level offer, the higher ticket offer? Is that kind of how that's working or is this his whole product and offer?
1: this is his main product. He does have other products for other different phases of where people are, whether they're building or they've already built, or they're buying a home kind of in similar veins. Um, but this, this has been the thing that has converted really well. Um, we have talked to him, he's newer in business. He's been in business for about a year. So we have talked to him about the potential. We see a lot of potential with his business because this converts so well and he's sold, you know, thousands of these, he's got a great audience online. So we're talking to him about, you know, other, other things you can do but right now this is
0: the main thing now i gotta ask because this would be funny to me or ironic is he a custom home builder or he's not
1: he works with custom home builders. He has experience, go. but he himself is not a builder. Yeah. Isn't so that it's ironic. Kind of interesting? Yeah. That's
0: very interesting. And to me, you probably presented this to him already, but I see this no-brainer opportunity for him to be a referral service for custom home builders from his life. Right. Like yeah. that's a no-brainer high ticket referral, uh, commissions and all that. Wow. Really cool. Thank you for that example. I think that just charged up a lot of us to go, hey, yeah. how do I do that for my business?
1: I think it's such a great offer. I think any of us can create, you know, a no-brainer checklist, a uh, low-ticket offer that can either, you know, be a main product like th- like it is for his business, but also use it as a way to lead into the next offer like you were saying, the next higher ticket offer.
0: All right, so my next question for you in this example because it's a great example, uh and I think we all can pull from it for our own businesses is Where do you, as the agency, now go and find those people that are interested in home building? They're right there in that decision-making time of their life.
1: Yeah, so that's where we use the various targeting options when it comes to the ads platform. So my favorite type of audience, when our goal is to grow and scale, uh, is to dive into the lookalike audiences. So we take the list of his buyers, people who have already purchased this checklist, those people that have already taken that action that we want people to take. And then we tell Facebook, look at these people, find their similarities and help us find more people like them. So that's called a lookalike audience. It's one of my favorite types of audiences. Is. And then additionally, we also use detailed targeting audiences. So we'll use key terms of people interested in home construction, home building, various terms like that. And Facebook, it they give us um, various suggestions. So what I'll do is I'll start to, when creating an audience with the detailed targeting options, I'll start to plug in some key terms and then I click on the suggestions button and it gives me some more options. And so you have to be selective when choosing some of those options because Facebook is guessing that these may be related to who you're trying, trying to target. So you've got to make sure that you're choosing ones that you're sure are going to be, uh, the, the appropriate audience to include. Um, but it, it's great at giving us those suggestions. And so we also have a detailed targeting audience that we're targeting very successfully going straight to the sale. And then of course, we target his warm audience members. He's got a great social media presence. And so we're getting back in front of those people, people who are already on his email list or visiting his website recently because we're bringing them back in front of
0: the offer. Do you want to do a shout out to your client here on my show that we're using his business as an example? And maybe some people sure. are in that space. Go ahead. What Go they check
1: him out. He uh, He's huge on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. His brand is Builder Brigade. And so go check out his videos. If you're interested in doing reels or TikTok style content, you'll get a lot of inspiration from his content. Plus, if you're a homeowner or looking to own a home someday, he gives amazing Custom build tips or even just upgrade tips, fancy things, you know, other cool things that you might not have thought about for adding to your home or upgrading, taking it to the next level. It's so fun to just scroll through his videos. So definitely recommend his content.
0: Startup Nation. How cool is that when Monica goes to this client and says, Hey, I was just on this great top 100 business podcast and we brought you into it and we featured you we did a shout out for you you need to go listen to it now like right there she's the hero for the client and it's a reason for her to reach back out to him to offer her a possible upsell in her own products or services etc right so this is what we're doing we're creating value for our clients thank you for that that was a great example Um, Do we want to highlight someone else? Do you have another great example, maybe in a completely different space of a Facebook ad campaign that uh, maybe they didn't know who their audience was, their ideal. Uh, You helped them to find that and then man, it just took off.
1: Yeah, so we, um, one of our clients helps Families Fly Free. That is her brand, Families Fly Free. Uh, And so she has a program all around flying your family for free. And um, so we obviously want to target people who are interested in travel, people who have families that they want to travel with. Uh, And so we have tested various lead magnets with her as that entry point for her higher priced offer down the road. Um, And we have been growing her email list very successfully at around a dollar per lead, um, but tested various lead magnets landing at around that dollar per lead price point. So that is to grow her email list. And she knows being in business for the last few years, she knows that as she can get people on her email list, warm them up, build that relationship with them, uh, address those objections that they might have that eventually many of them will convert into her program.
0: Great brand as well, right? Says exactly what it is right in the the opening there. All right, so business uh, question here, because immediately uh, my audience is thinking, by the way, I don't know if you know this, I have the gift of reading my audience's mind, like in real time, it's pretty awesome. Uh, So my audience right now is thinking, You know, what size marketing budget or Facebook ads budget do I need to have in place, whether to hire someone like you, Monica, or to hire another agency like the one I did and get screwed over? But like, what size marketing budget should they have in place for this?
1: Well, so- Yeah. So when it comes to hiring out, then we recommend for our clients to have a minimum daily budget of $100 to $150 a day so that we can have enough to work with, so that we can test various audiences, test various ads, test various ad formats, has various offers even. Um, so we want to have enough to work with. So it makes sense for them to hire us as their, as their, as manager, um, when it comes to learning Facebook ads, if you're just getting started with Facebook ads, and I don't recommend starting at hundred to $150 a day. Uh, I recommend starting. I, the way that I teach is you can start at five or $10 a day. If you have more to put toward that, then that means you can do more testing, but definitely start mall start small with your budget and figure out what works. Start with one offer. I probably recommend your lead magnet um, so that you can grow your email list so that you're driving traffic, but also getting people to join your email list and you can build that relationship with them. So test your lead magnet that you currently have, then that can help you maybe test different titles of your lead magnet, different angles, different hooks to hit people with, to meet them with where they're at. And so you can do all that with the ads, but start small when you're just learning Facebook ads, when you're just starting out with ads, you want to tiptoe in, you don't want to dive Full in, uh, And then once you're ready to scale, once you know, okay, this offer converts, that's where if you've got more marketing budget to put toward it, then that's where you can get ready to hire out and scale up.
0: So to hire out, you mentioned have somewhere between 100 to $150 a day ad spend. Is that about yes, right?
1: Yes, for the ad spend. Okay, yes.
0: excellent. So that includes like hiring your agency. Y'all you run it. So me or, or my audience doesn't have to because we don't want to learn Facebook ads. We want to stick to our, our product, our service, what we do in our audience. Um, what's the cap on that? Like how many days do we need to have money aside for is this a 30-day run rate where we're testing it is this a three-month 90-day like what's what's the the cap that we should have in that account that marketing budget account sure
1: yeah so that's the ad spend so our fee is on top of that so the the ad spend is directly from your ad account to facebook you'll putting your credit card or PayPal information there. And then that's for the ad spend. Our fee is on top of that. And so that's why you want to be at a place where you are ready to scale. You know, your offer converts. Maybe you've tested ads yourself. Maybe you've had some success with with ads yourself. Um, And now you're ready to say, okay, let me hand it to the experts so they can really take this and run with it. And that's what we do very successfully. Um, So then that you're going to look at a few more thousand dollars a month um, for our fee. So the more that you can put, but toward the ad spend, then the more return and bang for your buck you're gonna you're gonna get with that. Um, so when it comes to uh testing, then I would say if you're starting out testing with one offer, then you wanna give it at least a seven-day time period to see. You set, you turn on the campaign, you let it run, you want to see what happens. And then mm-hmm. you make the next best decision at that point. When it comes to hiring an agency, though, we will need to be testing various things. And so you want to have a good three months that you can fully commit to working with that agency.
0: All right. So we're we looking at $10,000. You could see I'm pulling for a number here, girl. Like, are we looking at $10,000 we should have set aside... Twenty-five thousand dollars. Is this a fifty-dollar, a fifty-thousand-dollar? If we're going to hire out and scale.
1: Yeah, I would say probably minimum ten thousand dollars if you're going to for both hiring the agency and also the ad spend um, to to plan for that. And you want to make sure that you're at a good place with your marketing budget so that you can allow for that, and you also know that your offer converts so that you're ready to scale at that point.
0: Awesome. Now, let me ask you this real question. Now, Startup Nation, you're welcome. I got you the number, okay? So, like, start saving your piggy bank here, okay? Uh, one less Christmas gift per person in your family this year. No, I'm kidding. All right, so let me ask you this. Um, I lost my question. I lost my question. That really happens. We're going to go to a new question. Uh, when you're doing these Facebook ads, uh what if you know your product, your offer converts offline, say you're a coach and you're running a successful six-figure coaching business, but you've never tried the online conversion. You never tried mm-hmm. an ad to, to scale. Do you need to have that? Like, like, how do you figure that out? How do you know your offline offer is gonna convert online via an ad? Like, yeah. like do it? does that, does that mean I'm ready for you if like I'm closing offline and, and now I hire someone like you and you guys are going to help me come up with a copy, the ad, everything, and then start running the test? Is that, that what we're looking at?
1: Yeah. As long as you know that your offer converts, and then we, we have a calculator that we can plug into when we're looking at, you know, we want to make sure that it's a win for everyone. And so we want to make sure that if you've never run ads before, that we're pretty confident that once we start running ads, that we're going to be able to get you that return that you're looking for. So we have a calculator where we'll plug in your conversion rate, your, you know, ad spend, um, what we estimate your cost per lead or cost per purchase, whatever that is, um, may be. And then we want to look at those numbers. We want to look at different scenarios. You know, worst case scenario best case scenario and where are we going to where do we think we're going to fall somewhere in the middle um so we want to be conservative with those numbers so that we can be realistic as well but we also want to look at the potential of scaling up too so um so yeah if your offer converts really well organically then i would say you're poised to test the waters with ads and so you can do that by either going direct to hire, or you can do that by learning yourself. Um, and that's why I have my floors with Facebook ads course to help people. And I do group coaching in there with that program too, um, to help people test those different audiences, the tweaks on their ad copy, the give mm-hmm. feedback on their landing page, the creative and all of that.
0: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. All right, thank you for answering these very novice questions, right? From someone who isn't good, isn't an expert at Facebook ads, but you are. So obviously your success is has proven itself. Is it something, can we expect when we hire out our Facebook ads, uh, can we expect to get a guarantee from agencies uh, when they run the calculators, they say, hey, here's, here's what you can expect, here's the ROI. Can we, is it okay to expect to get that and and they guarantee their, their work or there's some kind of refund that happens or is that not even accepted in the industry?
1: I would say, um, I'd be curious how, uh, if they're offering a guarantee, what that looks like and how they can verify that. So with every... with every client, with every offer, um, with every audience, it's going to be different and different results. And we can use our experience to, you know, and apply that to what we think might happen with, you know, a new, a new client, new offers, new audience, but we can never guarantee the results. So that's not something at least I'm comfortable with doing. I like to do business and integrity. And unless I can 100% say this is for sure going to happen, then I'm not going to offer a guarantee. Um, And there are a lot of different variables that go into that. I know my experience and I know my team's experience and the results that we've gotten with clients and the results that we've gotten with similar offers, perhaps. But that doesn't mean that just like the stock market, past performance does not even, even if it's the same campaign and same offer, past performance does not necessarily indicate future performance. And then there's also other variables like Facebook could change things tomorrow, as we saw them do last year uh, with iOS 14. There were big changes there um, where we had to kind of relearn some things to strategically scale up the campaigns. Um, And then, you know, current events can have an effect on ad performance as well. Um, a few years back, there were a bunch of hurricanes down in the Southeast and we saw ad performance just decline during that time period because people were not on social media to click ads. People were on social media to check in on their family members and to see how they were doing their friends that they knew in those affected areas. So that's why it would be difficult to, to guarantee performance when it comes to the ad platform. Um, but What I like to do when working with a a potential client is let them know our experience that's relevant to their strategy and of course, share our ideas about their strategy as well. Um, And then talk to them about, you know, well, this is what we got over here. This is, and that's why I do various scenarios with the calculator. This is what could happen. Um, This is worst case scenario. This is where we think we're going to fall and just be very realistic and upfront with, you know, the, the different ways that it could go.
0: Thank you for that. That's a fair answer. Absolutely. So many things outside our control as business owners. Yes. You know, just so many. And you just got to make decisions. You you get to the point you got to decide and take the risk, take the chance. What has been the number one marketing strategy uh that you have used to grow and scale your personal business?
1: Yeah. So for my business, um, as far as my agency, it's really been um working on my visibility. So I do speaking events. I love doing podcasts, interviews like this one. Um, So just getting out there so that people hear from me, hear me explain marketing strategies, Facebook ad strategies um, that helps to build trust and then also uh, lead to referrals. So that's been my biggest strategy for growing my agency, obviously for growing my program. Then I love using Facebook ads to grow my email list and all of that and lead people into my funnel. So I practice
0: what I preach. I, I, I was waiting for you to say, yeah, I don't use Facebook ads myself. You know, it's like I have holes in my shoes, but I sell shoes. Okay. No, that's awesome. All right. Uh, what do you do? Personal question. What do you do to strengthen and deepen your faith? Because we have a lot of like people here on this show that are believers. They're right. Faith driven entrepreneurs. Yes. And uh, it's more than just the money as we started in the beginning of this show. What do you personally do?
1: Yeah. So I, I try to make a point to pray every day and just, um, first, uh, thank God for everything, all the blessings that I have and focus on what I'm grateful for the blessings that I have, the things that are going in the right direction. And especially in the times where I am faced with the challenge, then I always come back to we'll go to my grateful for and, and just look at the blessings that I have, uh, around me and mm. remind myself. And then always thank God for, um, what the, the life that he has helped me create today that, you know, in my wildest dreams as a kid, I never would have imagined that I'd have such a wonderful family and mm. the the house we have, the blessings we have, the financial stability we have, the opportunity to work online and build my own business and work with the amazing clients that I do, my amazing team, um, so much to be grateful for. So I always, am coming back to that every day.
0: That is so awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, gratitude is so important, right? We want to attract more good things in our live startup nation. You got to be grateful for the little things God already gave you, right? Then he gives you more. But if you're yeah. not grateful for the little things, he'll take even those little things from you. It's a very unjust economy with God, very unjust in our human <laughs> understandings, but that's what's so. All right, uh, Monica, what is... Something Startup Nation needs to know right now that we have not discussed about Facebook ads, marketing, about what you do, your expertise, like what do they need to know?
1: Well, I would say, you know, coming back to your first question about why do people get scared? It can be a scary road. So just be sure that if you are going to tiptoe into Facebook ads, that you look at it as making decisions as a business owner, that you wanna have some marketing budget to put toward growing your business. And so it doesn't have to be a lot when you're just starting out. It can be a little bit as you're getting things off the ground to test the waters, but you also wanna be focused and committed to the process. So the the times when I see people waste the most money when it comes to Facebook ads. It's when they dabble here, they dabble there, and they're not committed to figuring it out. My clients that have the most success with Facebook ads are the ones that even if they're starting with a smaller budget are the ones that are putting, you know, putting aside as a consistent amount and a consistent amount of energy. So a consistent amount of money and a consistent amount of energy to their Facebook ad strategy. And of course, with our clients, we, we, help them with that. And then with my students in Florence with Facebook ads, then we help them with that in our, in the group coaching program and help them make those smart decisions about how to use their ad dollars wisely.
0: All right. I mean, I think it's the same in business as it is in our personal lives. If you want to be a better parent, if you want to be a better spouse, if you want to be a better business owner, you got to commit to the long-term play. You got to commit to the process of what that looks like. And it looks like 1% better every day. One percent better every day. Right. But so many times we want we think we got to take these big, massive actions to get the big, massive results. And it's just not how life shows up. We got to take these small, incremental and consistent actions to get the big, massive results.
1: And I look at it too, you know, just like with any marketing strategy. So you with your podcast, you wouldn't be a top 100 podcast if you were like, oh, let me release an episode here. Let me try it out a few weeks later and release an episode there. You only have that success and that growth with your show or whatever your market, your main marketing strategy is when you do it consistently and you show up day in and day out.
0: It's so true. I remember when I first started the show, Monica, and I started two simultaneously a month apart. And uh, you know I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this thing, I got to make sure I commit to this long-term. But I also know I'm naturally lazy, right? So I'm like, okay, what do I need to do to set myself up to win long-term where I don't want to quit? I don't want to give up. Well, one, I got to decide what type of show actually gives me energy. Is it me just going on a mic and just speaking to an audience where I can't see them? No, that actually sucks my energy for me. So I got clear on that, but I love meeting people in person. So I was like, I'm doing interviews because that brings me energy. So I got clear on that. And then I was like, okay, I got to automate this. Because I think, what is it? It's like 93% of podcast hosts give up and quit after seven episodes or before seven episodes, I think is the stat, right? I'm like, I got to get past seven, my first seven, right? That was my, like my first small milestone. So I set it up where I'm only going to record this show, this business show on Tuesdays. So it doesn't steal my life. My guests need to fit into my calendar. Right. And then I got to set it up in a way where like I look forward to it, like what type of guests I got. I'm going to automate my booking process because I don't want to go back and forth with emails trying to schedule a person like because that would just steal my time. So I just put all this front end work into setting up this long term workability uh, for the podcast so that I knew I would do this. Every single week, I would show up and look forward to this. And it worked. We're four and a half, five years in with two top 100s, right? One in the faith space, one in the business space. And consistency has been the key, as you said. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. That's super smart because you made it simple. You made it easy for yourself to show up and to stay committed. So anytime we're, you know, we have a goal that we want to achieve, then I think it's super smart to think through that. What does it look like so that I can? easily show up consistently to get this done
0: all right for all you lazy entrepreneurs out there like me there you go that's how you do it in your business really put in the forethought up front okay we're speaking with monica louis you can find her at monicalouis.com she's got a special gift for you uh a free gift it's pretty awesome so hold tight uh she's about to give that to you but before she does Monica, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. It's like a game show minus the prizes. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's go. What's your favorite thing about owning your own business?
1: So I know the popular answer is to say freedom, and that's definitely true. But I also really love that I get to work in my strengths and I get to work with amazing people. So I get to, I feel like being A business owner has set me on the path to achieve my true potential
0: thank you for not giving me the canned response i appreciate it after five years you know i've heard that answer a lot what's your least favorite thing about running your own business
1: oh when things don't go as planned i'm such a planner i want things to go exactly as i have them laid out in my head but of course we know that doesn't always happen so
0: for sure. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of the human condition. What are you currently challenged with right now, either professionally or personally, if you were being really transparent with us?
1: um, So working out consistently, that's what I'm working on making it easier for myself to actually get done. And um, just always feeling like I'm not doing enough i feel like there's always more i could be doing um th- that's that's it i think as a business owner as, as a mom there's always that that tug in both directions
0: so you gotta lazify it make it lazy right that's my new word there you go Lazyfy <laughs> it right um you know the new what's the book atomic habits the first rule yes. right of starting a new consistent habit make it easy
1: make it easy, easy.
0: make it easy, right? So that it's like a no brainer for you. So what's that two minute pre-action that you can take that makes it easy that you could do? Like, no problem. I could do that little thing. It takes me two minutes. Start doing that consistently every day to lead up to the bigger habit you want to create. Monica, what are you most afraid of?
1: Not achieving my full potential. I think that life is such a gift and I want to make sure that I use my time here wisely and that I really make a positive impact in this place.
0: I think you're going to do it. I think you're ready doing it. Sometimes we don't even acknowledge how many people we're actually serving in their lives, you know? What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in this business?
1: Oh, um learning a lot, buying, you know, all the books, the courses, just just I spent a lot of time thinking about running my own business before I actually took action. I felt like I needed to know everything before I took action.
0: We're like professional thinkers. Yes. We really are. But very few of us go and take action because we don't want to fail. But when you become a professional failure, <laughs> eventually you hit the big win, right? And that's just what happens. What secret fear do you have about people?
1: Oh, that they're going to judge me negatively. They're not going <sighs> to like something about me. I just want to be liked, but I also want to make an impact. And I know that to reach my full potential, I need to push that fear aside.
0: There's so many judgy people in the world, you know? Listen, on Sundays when I go to church, I caught myself judging everybody that goes up, that walks up front. And I'm like, man, I have to close my eyes because I'm like in this judgy space or season right now. It's not right. It's not right, Startup Nation. Stop judging. What's a new uh, habit that you are going to create in your life this year?
1: Um, Better sticking to my schedule, and that will help with the working out more consistently. So being setting better boundaries around my schedule.
0: I like it. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business?
1: Um, Nobody, nobody has it figured out. Even those people that I look at, you know, they were my early mentors online. And as I, you know, as I got to know some of them and, and met more successful people, they, they have some things figured out, but not everything figured out. There's no, there's not a place that we arrive and we feel like, okay, it's just all come together now.
0: You know, I get to, uh, in my personal men's coaching business, elite men's coaching business, I get to coach eight-figure business owners, right? Very successful in business, way smarter than me. I've never done eight figures. I've done seven figures uh, in business, but not eight figures. And I failed imposter syndrome when I started coaching them. I'm like, these guys, are like, what am I going to do coaching these guys? They're so far ahead of me. And to your point, they were failing at home. They were winning in business and failing at home. But I was winning at home. And I had so much to teach them about how to win at home, and they were happy to pay for that, right? So Startup Nation, just a little encouragement to you, like the clients you're working with. They're not winning at everything, to Monica's point. They're not. There's things they're failing at, and you're winning at, and they want to pay you for that. Teach them how to do it. Get them one step ahead, okay? Uh, Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in business, Monica. Uh,
1: I was shy yet ambitious okay
0: i like that pick three words to uh describe um who you are now
1: i think i'm determined focused and still ambitious
0: nice and last question if you could come back to life after you died look your family and friends your husband your kids in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about real success in life true success what would you say to them
1: i would say Figure out what success really means to you, what it looks like to you, and then hold that vision and keep working toward that goal. So just like you just said that eight figure, you know, eight figure business may sound like success to some people, but for those of us with families, we, we want to make our pri- our family a priority, you know, I'm willing to trade off a little bit more financial success in my business so that I have more flexibility with my family.
0: Mm, so true. So true. All right. Homework assignment. Give Startup Nation one homework assignment they must do this week. If they want to master the Facebook ads game, what do you got for them?
1: Okay, well, I would say go download my free Facebook ad starter kit. Go through that. Uh, It takes you through the six simple steps for uh, creating campaigns that convert. Plus if you're new to Facebook ads, it has a whole language. And so I've got a a, a language all of its own. I've got a glossary in there. And of course I love checklists. Uh, So it's got a checklist so that you can map out your next campaign. You know, you've got all the pieces before you dive into the ads manager.
0: All right. And where does Startup Nation go and get that freebie checklist right now so they can see how you do it in your own business. They can model it for theirs.
1: Yes, they can go to monicalouie.com slash Joseph.
0: Okay, that's monicalouie.com forward slash Joseph. By the way, Joseph is spelled J-O-S-E-P-H for all you people out there that don't know a Joseph personally. Okay, there you go. All right, and uh, you know, if you loved Monica, which we obviously love Monica, Uh, then go write a five-star review, Startup Nation, right now. Do it on your phone. Use your fingers. Go ahead. Write the five-star review. You could do that at Apple Podcasts. You could do it at Stitcher.com, or you could do it at First100k.com, First100k.com, and write that five-star review for Monica and how she's added value to your life, how she gave her time today for you to move you forward towards your dreams and your goals for yourself and your family. And if we like what you write, we're going to read it. your five-star review aloud on the show and give you a shout-out like we've been doing today. Monica is giving shout-outs to her clients. I'm going to give a shout-out to my audience. So thank you uh, for, to handle Steel Dono, Steel Dono uh, for your five-star review that says digs deeper this podcast. Uh, cool how Joseph digs deeper with his guests moving through the superficial stuff with fun to get to the good stuff down deep from his guest. That's what we did today with Monica. So thank you, Steel Donald, for your five-star review. Monica Louie, go to monicalouie.com forward slash Joseph. Get the free download. Get into her world. Uh, She's obviously doing big things right now for God and his kingdom and his people. Uh, Monica Louie, I said Monica Louie. Anything else you want to say to Startup Nation while we have them here?
1: I would just say, you know, Choose your focus, stay committed to your focus, figure out what the next right thing is for you and your business and your goals and stay focused on that until you achieve it.
0: All right, Monica, Louis, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace and joy in your life.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you wanna crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on a bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you wanna get rid of your problems, permanently, like be done with the addiction, be done with the medications, be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want, we're all chasing it. We had it as kids, we lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything, and nothing has worked, and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net, and let's see if I'm your guy.